Welcome to another episode of the Premier News Podcast, talking music videos with me, Robbie Litsky and David Knight. And in this episode, we're talking to Owen Glaister, a director who began making music videos 10 years ago, where he grew his reputation making hugely entertaining videos for the likes of Glass Animals, Kelly Okereke, All We Are, Joji and Beirut. Originally from the Lake District, Owen made an immediate impression back in 2013 with his video for Dance Act, Let the Machines Do the Work, a comedy shot at a real far-right rally. And although his work has embraced different styles, he has become renowned for his comic narratives. He signed Distinct Films in 2018 and has become an in-demand commercials director at the company. So in recent times, his music video output has been limited. In 2021, his video for DJ producer Mentis featured BAFTA-winning comedy actress Lauren Sosha as a wedding DJ dreaming of bigger things. And earlier this year, for Bristol artist L.A. Priest, he told the unlikely love story of a cleaning lady, played by Juliet Cohen, and a creature lurking under London streets, a fatberg. So we started by asking Owen how he came up with the unusual idea of a romance between a woman and a giant lump of fat. Well, I've done a video for with, with L.A. Priest in the past. I'm not sure if you've seen it. It, it costs like 500 quid and, and it involved smearing Kong paste on LA Priest and a, and a producer called Luxury's Faces and letting dogs lick that off. <clears throat> but we had a couple <laughs> of money, so we just shot it in someone's like back garden. I managed to convince a dog walker to bring the dogs around as part of her walk. So the owners didn't even know, you know, didn't even know they were coming. And I think we, we shot it on 16, so, but we only had like two, two takes or something. So I was really surprised that Sam had such a good time. But This is know, LA Priest. You, yeah, this is L.A. Priest, yeah, Sam Dust, who's who's wicked. He's really, really cool and, and amazing to work with. But um, so, yeah, so got a message at the end of last year saying that there was, you know, something coming. And then, yeah, and then he sent the track. And, and with a, with a quite clear, there's quite a clear narrative in the song. And or certainly the song is about falling in love with a mermaid or a sea creature and, and sort of weighing up whether you can, like, go and live with them in the ocean or whether they stay with you on land, basically. Mm-hmm. So I like I was like tossing, tossing this around. We like spoke to him a few times, but I just kept running into problems with water. Full stop. Like they they didn't have they didn't have loads of money, and like and it was winter, so like getting into the water was was just going to be a nightmare. Also, there'd just been that Harry Styles. It's a great video, but that which kind of felt a bit mermaidy. So yeah, so like was was struggling with that, and so like pitched a few ideas to him, sort of top line things. Um, but like kind of last minute was like, I don't know where, where Fatbird came from, but it sort of popped in as a sort of English version of a, or a London version of a, of a you know, of a water monster. Uh, and bizarrely, he went for it. So, um, so yeah, the rest is, the rest is history. I mean, it, it was really good, actually. It was a really nicely back and forth process. And they're, they're, they're when all ideas are the best, I think. You know, I pitched that as a top line. He really liked it. In fact, I think he had, he lives in Wales, but I think he had, recently come across a fatberg underneath his house that was causing lots of problems and like causing all the like drains to flood so it really resonated with him and and it and it was wicked it was like just a really like yes and process every time you know he'd, he'd bring something i'd i'd throw something back and we sort of kept sculpting it to to, to what it is now so the process of having a script and you know, because it's a four and a half minute long video and the track's probably a little bit less than that. It's very concisely told and it's and it's a, it's kind of, I guess, a nature of your work. And is that something that's a learned skill or is that something you've kind of always had? And how much preparation yeah. do you have to do to get that? Or is it all in the edit? Uh, a combination of all of those things, I think. Certainly, th- this one was, was an interesting one. I think, so narrative is probably where I'm like most comfortable. That tends to be the sort of ideas I I write. And I hopefully that that has got better the more I've done it. I tend to it tends to be like a series of beats really or like moments that you like, you know, cobble cobble together. And it's like, okay, we do this, 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 and this, and we've got we've got like a we've got a story. And that's become a bit clearer. I actually felt like this was a lot looser than a lot of my other things. Mm. A lot a lot of my other projects. Certainly you know, we'll talk about it in a bit, but like the Joji video I did or, or or the Carnage video, the Ninja Nuns one, there's a fuck lot of story in there, perhaps too much story. I mean, that, certainly, that was certainly like leveled 
against them, um, you know, in discussions with friends and stuff. And it was, I had to like find the YouTube comments that, you know, the one person that actually understood what was going on as like you know, <laughs> as proof that it did work. But, um, but so with this, we, we, I definitely had a beginning and, I, and, and an end. And then the, the middle section actually, I, I sort of knew, you know, there's a kind of like relationship montage, you know, Juliet, the actress, um, shouting at pipes and hitting pipes and stuff. Very and, funny. And that, they, we kind of shot those as looser bits and, and, and found the flow of that in the edit. But it was, it was quite a short edit. I think only like four days or something. But, but it really only made sense. It was like bouncing it, bouncing it to, to Blake and Dom, and, uh, who were both at Stink, yeah. um, and DEP, and, and, and Shay, the producer, and really sort of like refine, you know, suddenly it was like, oh, cool, it, it, it all makes sense. So, so, yeah, I guess a slightly more fluid approach on that one. So, you, as you pointed out, yeah, you are a narrative guy, really. I mean, most, in fact, all of your videos are narrative and with different sort of tones of comedy, really, although, although some don't have any comedy at all. But, you know, you, you, so, you, so your, your relationship with the artist is obviously kind of could be different from a lot of directors because they're not usually not in it. I mean, Joji was. There are examples where they are. But, you know, how does that work for you? I mean, you say that your relationship with Sam was pretty good, but does that vary or is that usually the case? Oh, well, I'm sure. I mean, you know, I can name a few that absolutely hate me. But, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I guess it's a different way. It's, it's tricky. Like, if, if you, you know, if you've got the artist in it, it's like... That's always the thing that comes back in the edit anyway. Either the label or, or or them themselves, you know, they want more of it or they don't like the way they look in something. It, it it's, it's, yeah. it's a nightmare, right? So, like, so for me, for me, it's like, you know, a, a narrative approach just makes life easier. The more you can iron out a, a before, you know, in terms of to be, as long as everyone's signed off on the story, then you kind of should have the freedom um like to make it work in in the edit it's surprising what comments you do get in an edit from 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 artists etc you know suddenly everyone suddenly that's when everyone's got an opinion and it's like you know i wrote <laughs> thing, guys you know let me crack on but the um so it's like it's hard it is hard to visualize and music video treatments are, are like a, a short pithy you know kind of half-baked ideas with with some with some crap gifts cobbled together they're not like you know fully fully fleshed out the music videos are so much more fluid aren't they and like you know you don't have the money to actually execute what you initially pitch often you've got like like right i want to do something like this and then you kind of have to roll with the punches as you as you go about it and if if the artist isn't on set then what they see is probably very different to what they've got in their head but i do find like you know, working directly with artists produces the best results, right? Like, mm. if you've got the trust anyway. I mean, and often, like like with this one, I, I pitched two wildly different ideas to Sam. Um, one one was completely impossible. I, I hadn't looked at what the weather would be like in Midwest America where it had to be set. Um, and so it didn't work at all. But, like, you know, that sort of freedom leads to the best, you know, that, and that's sort of the way I work. It's like, oh, cool, well, I've got this idea and I've got this idea. And then it's like, oh, I like that. Let's develop that more. Whereas when you're like open pitching, you know, it's like you've, you've got to nail down on one idea and you've got to try and communicate that in a kind of like sell yourself way. You know, you're often second guessing the audience. Like, oh, is this too weird? Is that, you know, are they not going to understand that? Whereas when you've got, you know, when you've got a relationship, when you've got the trust, you're not afraid to sound stupid, I think. Do you know what I mean? You can, yeah. you can, you can pitch stuff that is, isn't a good idea and, and, and have that bounce back and, and refine that to make it something good. So the first video we have from you on Promo News is from 2013. Uh, but before that, how did you get into the world of filmmaking? And when did you know you wanted to follow a music video path? Since anyone asks you that question, like, what do you want to be when you, when you grow up? I'd always said, uh, I want to make films. I'd always wanted to be a director. And then I, I hadn't really done any of it, you know, I just told mm. everyone. And then I, I went to university and like, and, and did English. And afterwards, like got a job in the film industry, started, started working in film. So did various assisting roles on, on, on lots of films of, you know, of degrees of merit, some varying merits. Uh, so I, I worked on like one of the Batman films, but I also worked on mm -hmm. 
cult classic Horrid Henry, the movie 3D. Um, <laughs> for that, which I to not only the Batman. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's pretty <laughs> rad. I was not only the director's assistant, but I've also got an actual credit as Hamster Wrangler on that. But yeah, so sort of doing like doing doing lots of like little odd jobs and assisting e bits and working in production or, or for producers. Uh, and then I got quite spectacularly fired from mm. a film called Quartet, um, in which the, the producer just absolutely hated me um, and right. yeah, and, and, and fired me. Uh, and then I was, I was a bit like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do now? I was like, I didn't really enjoy the job. I'm obviously not good enough at it. So, so I was like, well, now is probably the time to actually try and like make something of my own. And um, I guess like most, most like, you know, promo directors of my age grew up watching those, you know, the, the, the compilation DVDs. You're really familiar with the, with the Cunninghams and Spike Jones, et cetera. And so mm-hmm. it, it kind of like, they, it felt just like such an exciting and fresh format. Um, or, but also my, my housemate, my best mate was, it was a music manager. So, so, you know, we'd like talk about stuff all the time. And he had this, this house act called let the machines do the work. And so mm-hmm. I was like, constantly pitching and um i'd actually made another video for for another friend called uh called casper for reps who who this guy also managed we were like you know all mates but um it was wildly ambitious and and you know and it sort of works but it, it but it but it's shit that was you know, your uh, that was your first your first try yeah that was that was the first one you know and like and just, Get out like, looking system. back an insane <laughs> idea to try and try and undertake but but it worked we got it out it was like you know finished it and you know you, you can't make a music video until you made a music video and so mm. i've done that and then you know they had this song and and at the time like uh the english defense league were being particularly noisy and annoying you know very very angry and then i read an article about the english disco lovers who i don't know if you remember that that's what this the video was all about but there was this this guy alex was like leading this group and they were going to right-wing rallies and and dancing to to you know disco tunes in 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 protest and using the same acronym and i was like oh that's funny you know if someone if if one of these people gets lost on the way to the rally and ends up with these disco lovers then you know that's a story and then and i remember remember i was like you know sometimes those ideas just click and it was like cool i know what to do blah blah and like wrote it out on my phone the whole idea from from start to finish and and yeah and and the guys went for it and, and we were sort of away i mean they had no money whatsoever, pretty much. So we like we hired a coach, and 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 everyone on it is 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 a, a, one of my friends. So we just we drove up to a real uh, EDL rally, and and yeah, and pissing people off. So you, there's a whole dance sequence, and was that actually done among in the in the or next to the rally or near the rally? Yeah, it was. The the rallies they actually separate the like the anti-fascists from the fascists. So so two of my mates went off um and and shots so there's real lots of real footage of like of edl guys like kicking doors in and yeah knocking over toilets so it, it really shows how clever they are they're just they're just like yeah, in no, a no. Happy <laughs> toilet yeah so, so they, they were there they were off like doing that lewis and angus doing that and then we had our like our actors and 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 all my mates basically like there to dance which was fortunate because all the articles I'd read was like, there was this like, it made it paint the English disco lovers as this massive movement. We were expecting a huge crowd there. And unfortunately, when we got there on the day, it was just the one guy. So I was oh. like, oh, shit. <laughs> like shit. running around, like dragging just, just, you know, random protesters into the back, back of frame and, and stuff. And yeah, I mean, it, it looks a bit thin, but we sort of cobbled it together. But in that bit, we're like, we're with the anti-fascist protesters. And we've been talking to them about what we were doing. People are like interested in the camera occasionally and stuff. But once we'd like shot the dance sequence, I still had like a, a few like um, story beats to do, and we we'd been kettled, so we weren't allowed out. Um, right. But as soon as as soon as the like lead puts his like you know St George's Cross flag at, like on his back, just like it, you know everyone in that antifascist like all eyes on him. Everyone like wanted blood basically. So we suddenly like everyone starts running towards us, and there's me being like, no, no, you know we're. <laughs> we're, we're tell- it's, it's a music comedy. video. So, so then, having been kettled, the police decided that they'd unkettle us quite quickly because for our, for our own safety, uh, and I guess because it was contentious, you know, and and um, 
and topical uh, vice picked it up uh so, so you know it felt like phew, i felt like we'd gone viral you know 10,000 <laughs> it's noticeable that the edl were never quite as big after that i mean i think you did you did a service well, to the country you know you kind of confused the whole thing just after the release of that video so you know sing, i single-handedly brought them down i think well i say <laughs> and everyone involved you know but yeah it was fun and then i got nominated for ukmba actually so yeah so in that was kind of that was that was my way into the um into the industry or or like <laughs> or, well not as quick as i I'd, I'd thought i went to the went to the awards with 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 my like best mate and um and my girlfriend at the time and and we were like up for nomination it was just like all you know serious filmmakers in this room uh and i got so drunk i cried i woke up <laughs> in bed next to my next to my girlfriend at the time and she was like she, i was like is everything all right she was like are you joking like all your clothes are in the stink they're covered in vomit and i was like well that's me i'll never i'll, I'll never work i'll never work, work again. in this town again but he did yeah, exactly. <laughs> you kind of went oh it took you a while to for the industry to accept you wholly but i think you uh-huh. as you said your first major label commission was the catfish video i haven't watched it in a while but it's 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 like a, a van driver free consumed by dance freaking out you know every yeah. everywhere he looks he sees he he sees dance i don't know fuck knows i, I mean i see it as like a like a dance outbreak it's a white van man dance outbreak yeah i i i mean i i'd like i'd written another idea about swinging I think, um, and they and they'd gone for it. It sounded like they were going for it, and then, and then it, they didn't want a swinging video in the end. And then, and I had, but I was then it was then just me in the pitching process, and I had until Wednesday morning to like come up with an idea, and I just didn't have anything at all. And I remember like I was like, oh well, I walked to my studio then, and like there was like a white man, band man, and someone dancing or some someone. Then I was like, that's it, that's the idea. I got in and sort of sort of pitched it, but you know it worked. It got again. It got nominated for an award, David. So it was obviously you know a huge, a huge success. Were you carving your way in? You knew people were recognizing the style, dance and comedy, and you know quirky humor. Yeah, and, and too, too many setups. Too many setups for a, for a day. <laughs> I think that's kind of yeah. fitting too much in 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 a, in a single day. Usual, but thing. I remember, I remember like punching the air when we, when it got commit. You know, it just felt like so so huge. We had five grand, I think, to make it. It was like, whoa, this is, yeah, you know, this this is proper. Um, but yeah, you know, like a, a good experience. It's like like any of those things, though. You sort of like each time you you know you level up a little bit. It's then you know you you're then kicking around in the dust for for a long for a long while. Wait wait waiting for another opportunity. I think. Okay, you made two. Uh, sets of videos for the um, Cumbrian duet. I, I made I made three, and one was canned. But, oh, actually, um, oh really? Oh. Yeah, but but bizarrely, the middle middle set got canned. So I didn't I didn't you know I didn't have a good run, and then you know and then got fired off the end of it. But I made yeah made made two videos for. For Aquilo, a, a way back, Natalia Mouse commissioning, and and we shot like both videos in a day. I, I don't say that in a smug way, but like it was basically like we shot the same scenes from two angles and kind of made them about two different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and it was kind of new for me. It was like you know there, there weren't any jokes, so and you know lots of lots of people staring at the ocean, you know, very moody. But um, <laughs> but it seemed to really resonate with the fans, I think, and so. Then I got another opportunity to make something, and I went off and made like a documentary about um, pigeon fancying in in the schemes of, of of Edinburgh. And I was kind of I was kind of into it, but the management weren't. Uh, they were like, "This is cool, but it's not. It doesn't work with the music at all." And I was like, "Right, okay, good to know." <laughs> uh, I was like, well, "I'll never do anything for them again." But then, like a, you know, a year later or something, um, got got the call again, and they they basically just really liked the first set of videos I did and 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 wanted to do that again. So it's kind of like, okay, well look, same same brief but but bigger. So we spent yeah, three days on the Isle of Sheppey with some 35 mil. Yeah. Um, no, I mean that that those that trilogy for what do you call it? The silhouettes trilogy, is it? Yeah. Hmm. 
I mean, I watched it the other the other day, yesterday. It's really good. I mean, it's so oh. well. Uh, yeah, it was well directed. <laughs> and oh. it, I would say it's got that sense of, you know, a BFI film, i.e., you know, like a, a movie. Really, I mean, you've hmm. seen films of that kind. Oh, that's what the English do best, isn't it? Mopey coming of age, you know, like. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I like those films. I'm a sucker for those films. I mean, yes, you did the Aquilo one before that, but am I wrong, right in saying that sort of stands alone as really being that kind of thing? There is no comedy, and it's really well acted, and obviously cinematography which is by charlie goodger isn't it yeah and the editing yeah, was really saying, good Char- Char- fantastic cinematographer and and really like really lent in on on that and and made a lot of those decisions i remember showing him like what i thought was a shot list and him being like are you mad there's no way we'll be able to do that and, you know, <laughs> and and reworking it so it was like you know logical and stunning and then um yeah lawrence loz from uh, from agile who who cut it did, did some amazing things but yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've written a movie um, that I'm trying to sell and that that's a coming of age comedy. So like, it, it's certainly something I'm I'm interested in. And hopefully, like, I don't know, you have to sort of define yourself as a, as a director. It's like, oh, what do you do? You know, what's your bio say about you? What sort of things do you make? And I, I, I kind of always found that a bit of a struggle at first because it was like, well, it depends what mood I'm in or it depends what the track is. You know, I kind of felt like you can come up with an idea for for, for any for any track and it's only the more work you make the more like the more similarities come through right and so you know i think like i well i hope the like le priest video you know there's some actual drama in there rather than you know whereas you know perhaps at first i was just making comedies or drama and and the um that's quite a happy you know combination of the two albeit in a kind of slightly more like you know odd odd format um but but that's what music videos are amazing for or have been for me it's like you know who else was going to give me five grand to just go and make a, a short film without any any previous real experience you know what i mean it's like that that's they're like these live amazing live briefs that you like you you have to turn around you have to you have to deliver them to someone that you know that's going to give you notes and stuff and so so yeah, it's like I've I've learned on the job throughout. Have you made a short film like funded by the BFI? So could that have because that film could have for Aquilo could have existed as a short film without the music, really, couldn't it? Yeah, we did. Did we try and cut that one as a short? As a as a short, I did try with the I tried with the All We Are trilogy. That was another trilogy. Yeah, we did. Try. I tried then to like to cut that together for that purpose, and it didn't work at all. You know, really? it, it was right. it, it was three. It, yeah, because just because that's it's, it would have needed a different script, really. Like it was written as three music videos, you know, and like uh, yeah, perhaps David I, and like you know, I don't know if people look at music videos are incredible places to learn learn your craft and like, but but I don't. But there, there's a the, making people look at them as shorts often doesn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, there's a slightly different, they are, they're slightly different worlds. I, I know this as in like, like having meetings with producers that are like, you need to make a short film. I was like, oh, I've got a 13. i 13 on my reel. <laughs> yeah. Anyone on there is like, no, no, because you can fall back on the track. You rely, and you do a bit, you know, the track guides you. That like, that, that's, what, that's often where the emotion comes from. I was going to say, just because you kind of uh, mentioned it, the, your, your trilogy for All We Are was quite, it was quite soon after the Aquino trilogy, right? I think it was towards the end of 2017, start of 2018. Yeah, um, both, both while I was at, at Agile. So, so yeah, in fairly quick succession, I think. And do you think like the idea of having that kind of trilogy came off the back of you doing three for Aquilo, or was it just coincidental? Yeah, it, it must have been, right? I can't, I can't quite remember how... I was certainly going for a trilogy of trilogies for a while, and no one let me do that. Right. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's like, no, that's what we do now. We just do three music videos at a time. I do find it's like it's it ups the production values loads though. Not because mm-hmm. yeah, you're shooting three across three days, but actually you get to like you just get to cover yourself so much more. You know, you're so limited on a music video in like in a day that that just by you know just by shooting for that for that long, each individual part gets a bit richer. You've got three shooting, yeah. so you, you you can you can literally do more. Um, 
so so yeah i'm you know all, all for it um but yeah i guess okay. i guess i can't remember i can't quite remember how that one came out it was like i got sent the album um from domino and 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 kind of like uh the front cover was this um was like it's like a, a, a famous shot of a uh of a house that refused to like sell to to trump and like right Trump builds his mm-hmm. like you know casino around it so it's kind of about the 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 little man holding out i guess and and that kind of informed the informed the thing but yeah again i similarly sort of like just ran with an idea pitched that pitched that to them and and they were all you know they were really game yeah and i guess it's quite nice because both the trilogies you've done they've been kind of in a way they're quite contained aren't they it's not like you're trying to make three wildly different stories that it's going to stretch your budget crazily they've all been kind of within the the same story so that's how you've managed to make it rich and really work yeah, so yeah. and with the all we are one we it was like one of them's just in that village hall pretty much so mm-hmm. i think technically we shot one of the videos in like two hours and then the other two right. across you know across the, rest <laughs> the chaotic of village hall yeah, yeah. It, was bad, it, was, it was so fun we like we we took over a sort of small small village in wales and like and just just ran around blagging blagging locations and 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 tricking some pretty good cast into turning up as well really it was like yeah yeah and an absolute coup and testament to to the producer and well beloved really who who pulled it all together yeah it's got an amazing cast actually so what about the writing of those stories is it all down to you do you do the dialogue and yeah I do. Well, yeah i think both of those actually i've like one of, one of my oldest school friends dan nixon um uh is, is like co, co-written on them um just usually pulling nonsense in you know in into into <laughs> into sense like help helping shape them but i think yeah i think i think i've I'd written all that in, in advance i'm trying to think if there were any like i would have let people you know, run and ad lib and and flexible on the day, but we definitely had scripts for that, which is un, which is unusual for a music video. You know, like scenes with dialogue. In fact, you know, if anyone had read them, they would have been like, "Where the hell does the song fit in this?" <laughs> and I, I, I kind of, I really enjoyed that because because the the final edit was like was had a lot of dialogue and a lot of like diegetic sound. It was like somewhere between a film and a music video, which was which was cool. And I kind of think, you know, if you're on YouTube anyway, you can go, you can listen to the song just by, you know, by Googling that. So you might as well be putting out something, you know, different. Well, exactly. That was a, that was a very prolific year for you. Cause you also did the Kelly. Okureki. Yeah. I oh, mean, the dog followed by yeah, the horse. Like the, <laughs> it's funny. I've just done a, I've just done a commercial with a dog in it. And what I required from that dog was so little. And we didn't get it pretty much. It was like, <laughs> you know, whereas that I, I wrote out all these like insane, just, I guess like what well, naivety, like, or just, you know, f- you know, focused ambition. But it was like a list of things this dog had to do. And I spoke to them, the dog handler, like only the day before the shoot. And she was like, yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. And then like turn up on the day and the, the dog handler, for some reason the dog handler brought the dog and all the other dogs she, she like looked after. So she had a bike. <laughs> pack of wildly varying in size dogs like in all, all in this van just creating this like mad mad amount of noise and then so it was that the dog's agent was there and her husband the dog dog's came agent. by the way the dog is is is, is danny dyer's dog from from eastenders lady die i didn't know this before the show <laughs> i was very happy to be you know to have such 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 a star on set um but yeah we like turn up and we're doing like the first setup which i think was basic you know it's like dog needs to look somewhere and all three of these people had peanut butter smeared all over their hands and like waving it around <laughs> i was like jesus if, if, if this is our approach we're absolutely fucked but but i like but it worked and the dog the dog like bulldogs are notoriously stupid you know someone else said this i'm not being rude but the like uh, you know that came from one of the handlers um and but 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 we don't did tell them yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly but i'm i'm still yeah i'm still really proud of of of, of that um and that you know we're talking about short films it, it ended up getting programmed at, not because we submitted it either someone had seen it getting getting programmed at oberhausen film festival so i kind of you know got to go to that and you know rub shoulders and you know pretend i was a proper filmmaker for a bit i think it's like you know hopefully the story works and and uh you got to try out a, like we threw a lot at it basically it's so far different from what i pitched 
I like I wish I could really? dig out that the treatment was was so half baked and like and nonsensical. It all really like came together as you know in in pre production. But but um, Kelly liked the idea of there being a dog in it, and other than that, was kind of happy to. I got no notes on the edit. Very rare, but like wow. You know, that's really interesting because it's because it's kind of quite a really when you look at it you think oh this has got a very bit of a kind of a one line a killer one line concept which is the dog is saving the owner essentially isn't he he's like he's doing the time <laughs> for the owner's stupidity and bad deeds and it's yeah, such a exactly. it's such a great it's such a great idea and obviously he's perfectly cast the dog oh, wow great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I still, yeah. still, I still swear by you know, if in doubt, stick a dog in it. Dogs are funny, you know. The well, glass animals video had had a had a dancing dog in it. I think oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, pork, I think. What was it called? Pork soda. Yeah, I think I think that was also professionally trained. Anyway, I had a kind of good run with with that, and then you know, some some disastrous experiences since. So, you know, <laughs> including luck, recently. Luck. <laughs> yeah, including recently. I also I also had a um, a disaster with Sam Seeger. Where we tried to we tried to direct a sloth, um, or I tried to sloth <laughs> a music video, and and it, and that's not it doesn't work. Can't do not it. On a one day shoot. Needless to say, um, that video never came out. So, it's okay. your horrid Henry hamster wrangling experience yeah, well, haunting it. you. Yeah, <laughs> I got the experience, but um, but didn't didn't save me on the day. But yeah, Ke- you know Kelly Kelly. I think we shot that across two days. Um, in South London and then like a kennels in, in, uh, in Kent. Um, but like a lot of the decisions, you know, like making it black and white came, came quite late on. And yeah, it's a good way of tricking people into thinking it's, you know, really classy, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. When in doubt, yeah. black and white, but you didn't have to go black and white for Beirut. Do you, do you like to see what I did there? You know, that was a fucking nice thing. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. But I think that's one of my, one of my favorite, yeah, one of my favourite videos, the Beirut one. The um, the I probably sh- like like all music videos shouldn't have been possible on the money, I think. Mm. Um, but we flew, we shot it in Kazakhstan. Went to Kazakhstan, uh, where where your money goes like, a little bit further, and they've got the you know second biggest canyon in the world. So there's like really striking, you know, amazing, amazing landscape um, to to set it all in. And they managed to trick, trick, trick Matey from Game of Thrones to like to flying out. Unfortunately, he was terrified of horses. This hadn't come up in conversation in advance, and the horse was absolutely terrified of him in armor. So it didn't, it just didn't work. I mean, it was sort of the, the video is about a, you know, them them like their relationship, sort of you know bu- building that relationship. But but all of the mistrust in it is is real. You know, that was like, it was, it was like just getting them in the same frame was, was, was almost, almost impossible. Um, and what, and the, there's a sequence in it where it's like, it sort of breaks down. It goes like dream, dream, dream sequence. And he's like, um, and I, you're sort of intercutting between um, the desert and this like very snowy world. Yeah. Um, but which, which wasn't intention, intentional. We, we hadn't planned for, I ran out of time on the first day basically and then but it's one is my favorite bit in it you know it's like it was like shit we haven't we haven't got the story we haven't completed it and then i think it was probably it's probably katie lambert's idea rather than mine but um went back and like and 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 completed the scene at a different location and then intercutting them worked like an absolute absolute dream i think similarly the end yeah it was a lot you know it was just you could, we could only shoot in natural light it looks nice and sunny right that video it's fucking freezing it's like slow, <laughs> well, slow it, part of it is shot in what looks like norway there's part of it's in the desert and then the last part of it yeah. in siberia or somewhere how did you manage that, to do that, that? That's, that's just the beauty of kazakhstan i think you know two separate co- you know two separate drives of like four hours but you've just got both those landscapes in 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 kazakhstan so as well as that landscape, and I'm not sure we knew that before, but the the like Kazakhs are the have got the like the best horse stunt people in the world. Yeah. So wow. got, like, and they're flown around the, you know, what well, they do, they do all the big movies. So so we happen to like, so so you can knock someone off a horse in that, which 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 which, which we do in the video. Uh, it probably would have been hard to do anywhere else. I'd um, I think I'd like snapped, lost my temper because someone was like. 
we were doing these stunts and and uh and everyone like rushed out immediately like and screwed the shot up so i was like look no one no one moves until we until i say cut and then this guy gets knocked off the horse and poof, like lands with this like deafening thud and i just like <laughs> like um, oh god he's dead like uh and then sort of i stumbled i was like you all right and he was like yeah you said no one's to move until i pull cut and i was like all right oh, such a job, I? But, um yeah yeah incredible crew we were also in the in the build-up like the most popular horse is very popular in kazakhstan like as a as a food all the burger joints oh. do do horse burgers and i was there with the dp Nick Booth and we were like <laughs> building up and I was like I should try horse right because I, I haven't before you know when you know when in Rome um or when in Almaty but the uh then Nick was like he's a vegetarian and Nick was like do you want to be directing a horse with horse in your stomach and I was very quickly like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right we're taking the piss a bit isn't it I'll, yeah I'll swear that <laughs> I was worried the, the burger was going to be fed to the horse. So that was, no, no, no. You've managed to obviously carve quite a surreal offbeat style with your videos. Um, I mean, after that, we have an out of space promo for Joji. You've got the fighting nuns for Carnage. You've got one of my favorites, the wannabe Ibiza DJ with, um, it's Lauren, Lauren Sosha. Yeah. Sosha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually just picking up on that one, how did, how did that one come about? Cause obviously she's a big name. And it's, I just want to say very British. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. anyone here with a sensibility of wanting to kind of get out of your like hometown, you want to be like an Ibiza DJ, but you're stuck in like a caravan park. It's, it's hilarious. It's kind of genius. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an, so that, that is like, I've got, you know, you have a few, that and Ninja Nuns actually, like mm-hmm. two ideas that I'd been, been playing around with for, for a while. And I'd like, I'd, I'd pitched a few times. So I'd sort of been developing it, you know, in my in my head, um, head for a long time. Um, but for for all the reasons that that you just said, it feels very, you know, I grew up in small town England, and and like, and that it's, it's just something wonderfully tragic about, you know, a wedding <laughs> DJ, isn't it? Or like a, you know, it's so 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 far from the the visuals that you associate with a with a with a you know club track music video. I'm you know surprised mm-hmm. anyone went for it. The um, but a, a, a lot of fun, just like, and really, really nice. I'd, I'd, I, it's the first music video I'd made in a while. And I'd like, I'd done a few commercials and stuff, which is, you know, obviously by their nature, so regimented. And, and this was like a list of beats, you know, a van, some 16 mil and Lauren. And it was just mm-hmm. us coming around in that van pretty much like stealing stuff, shoot, shoot, shooting at like, like from the hip and, and, and grabbing bits as we went. So like a really, yeah, a really fun and kind of like organic way to make anything. Why Lauren agreed to do it? Good question. <laughs> so her brother was in an Elderbrook and Rudimental vid, which which is very very good, it you know, and executed brilliantly. It's it's a beautiful thing, and so I I reckon, and it did it did really well. I reckon she'd been speaking to her brother who'd just done this very successful music video. And she was <laughs> like, hey, I should do a music video too, not realizing. That you know, ours is a sort of mockumentary featuring her eating lots of pies, you know, eating lots of pasties, which he which he absolutely hated doing. But uh, <laughs> you know, an absolute trooper nonetheless. Um she was she was she was really, really game. It's like a terrible some terrible, terrible scheduling on my part, in which like the first scene we shot with her was like in a in an alley in Brixton before we like left London where where it's like the, the sort of the cresce- emotional crescendo of it all, where where I kind of wanted her to cry, and I'd like never been, I've never been faced with this before. But we like sort of turn up, and I was like, "Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Owen. Great. If you could just pop yourself down there on that mattress um, and <laughs> just have a cry when we call action, then you know, then great. So so yeah, you know, uh, I'll, 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 that's, that's a lesson learned. You know, don't 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 leave with that. But um, but yeah, she was she was she was wicked. Like really really fun. I think I think she enjoyed the process, but um, yeah. it was like a similar thing. I had her in my mind when I was writing it. It's like, mm. oh my god, she'd be amazing. At this. We wrote to her, and she said yes, and like, and that was it. And the rest of it was sort of was sort of cobbled. Cobbled, cobbled makes it sound like we didn't finesse it, but it was like it was. We were just relying on favors. So like, India Bradshaw, who 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 produced it and and produced it fantastically, like all all that that kid scene where they're like the kids are like chewing Smarties and sort of raving in the in the 
thing that's like all all friends of hers like um getting them to like bring their kids down kids yeah down or it's either that or like pulling people off the streets so i remember we were shooting her in the sort of fake ibiza montage sequence she's like there, like necking a cocktail and we've got like there's jet skis in the background which you know we, we were just like screaming from the from the top like will you will you will you go up and down in the back of shot and people were just like <laughs> more than happy to do so you know so lots of happy accidents that yeah some some you know some angry angry seagulls which she swore at which is i think my favorite moment in the video um, <laughs> which i also turned on for like you know for well over a minute i think the the dp ed came up to me afterwards was like we've, we've just you know used a considerable amount of our stock on that all right like, we'll shot on film yeah cool yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i just wanted to go back to um joji because you made a couple yeah. of videos for him so how did that come about because he's probably your biggest artist isn't he i mean he's a proper superstar guy and yeah and um yeah how did you how did you connect with him because he i mean he is also known for having a bit of a sense of humor and a, and a kind of quirky outlook on yeah he's, he's got, you he's connect in that got, way that's, that's his past I don't know. Not, not really. Actually, that like that was all Katie Lambert put me on, put me on that. She was Weirdly, a producer. She was EP and like yeah, head of Stink Rising, and and she'd done. I think she knew Eighty Eight Rising, who the management company. So the brief would have come to her, and and she put me up for it. I'd actually just done a video for Two Door Cinema Club just before, which was like, which which was sort of set on a spaceship and and just kind of and silly, like on a bridge and but. We didn't have very much money. It was it was like loads of fun, but um, but a, a much smaller affair. And so when this brief came in, there was like the immediate sort of um, he wanted something, you know, he wanted something set Star Trek esque. That yeah. was that was the only. And I had this thing on suddenly, like it wasn't even on my reel yet. It was like still in. We were still editing it, so I had that, and it was like, look, Owen can do it. He's done it before, you know. And they and they went for that. So that was like. And it was certainly the it's the biggest video I'd done, but for but by miles, you know, like mm. mostly music videos is like no, we can't do that, we can't afford it. Whereas this one was like, you know, kept throwing ideas at it, and 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 they were possible, which was you know, it's a really fun way to <laughs> to do anything. But um, but yeah, I wrote this like quite complex. I, I don't know, is it complex? I don't know. What, what do you what do you guys think? But like, there's there's it's it's quite story heavy. I remember doing a call and because. I think Joji had had an idea about, you know, he wanted this kind of like loose performance art, like dance thing. And then, so I'd like pitch my idea and then had a call with him where he sort of pitched his idea. And I was like, I really think we should do this idea, you know? And, and he, and he was just like, he was absolutely game. So, so yeah, ended up doing that. And LA has this, like the, the, the location or the set we shot at is, is a sort of like permanent sci-fi set so lots of the backdrops we, we would never it looks totally time. star trek doesn't it I, the same set surely it just looks exactly yeah, the, same. the moment i found out they, they shot some of the like power rangers series there i was like right. okay cool i'm absolutely here. <laughs> great but yeah. um isaac bowman fantastic dp kind of lit it in a different way i think rather than you know usually all those like sci-fi things you kind of like it's like this very dark, contrasty, single light, saucy, kind of moody. And he was like, look, let's just go like really soft and beauty light the whole thing, which kind of gave it, um, gave it a different feel. But yeah, I mean, amazing. And also like, you know, LA is where they shot all those things, all the original Star Treks like happened. So whilst we couldn't quite get, you know, permits are really tricky out there and stuff. We couldn't quite get to like the, the well, they're like the actual rocks that were featured in, in Star Trek. We were able to shoot in very similar terrains on ranches, etc. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, and I got I got my, my mate Riley is the is the is the lead in that. He like, happened to move out to LA, so like did me a favor and and ah, just pulled turned out like such an incredible performance. I think like a real real star. And Joji's amazing. Like you know, can just turn up and like yeah, switch it on immediately. <laughs> so good at looking sad. <laughs> Like, yeah, just him staring at the spoon, like really, like really works. The the performance really drives the narrative, I think, in that. Like, yeah, it does. Which sort of made, it means the the idea idea work, mm. but like, you know, I don't know. I like I've I've done some videos in the past that that you know cut to performance never quite works for me. Like, you know, the sort of the like classic like nineties way of making music videos. You got a narrative element, you have got a performance element. You cut between. You them. tried that because it's like it's a very rare example of a perform 
like a performance in your videos, to be honest. There isn't mm. there are hardly yeah. any as far as I can see. <clears throat> yeah, well that's just trying to make always trying to make me put more in, you know. The um and it, <laughs> uh, it pissed me off. The but they're like I guess that the, the, the Fatberg's got, you know, got some performance. Oh, right, it's got, yeah, got some, it's true. Got, got some lip You've worked that into so the narrative. Anti it at all. But I, I think the, the version that went out on, like the actual, the Joji version that went out, like on, you know, that published to YouTube, whatever, oh, right, yeah. has, has got more performance than my director's cut. So yeah, more, more performance than usual for me and more performance than I would have liked. But, I, but I, I, I am happy with it. And like, I, I'm really happy with it, I think. And I don't know why I added it. I think I am very happy with it. And it was also, it's the first time I've made a video for someone with that bigger fan base. I didn't know how famous he was before, like, before going out, really. I'd seen a couple of his videos, but I didn't, I just wasn't familiar with his. It, he, it's not like he's huge in, in the UK. He's very big on the internet. His fan base is the internet mm. rather than, like, specifically geographical, I think. Yeah, that's like, that's because he, like, <laughs> he was the pink guy and, like, he, you know, he, he he's the he's the first Harlem Shake video. You know, he's like his whole oh, yeah. history is so deeply ingrained in like in meme culture that mm. like that he is this, this this huge thing and and he was certainly like moving a moving away from that. But it it means that there is there is a tendency to like silliness, which is you know where I'm most comfortable. So yeah, it was a real step up. I think you know not only the cinematographer but the production design like like the hair in that you know you just never get you never get hairstylist i reckon the hairstyles in that really is like that's the level of detail that makes makes the video it's just n- like nothing i dealt with before i didn't even know you could get someone just to do hair that's amazing <laughs> so yeah so we so we did that one and then and then uh i know i know and it went well and I, that's what i was saying and so it was fun to like you know, you, you put a video out and, and that's the beauty of, of like of, of YouTube. You know what I mean? You put something out and you can actually get feedback on it yeah. and, and see the idea is successful. I found it with, with Aquilo. I was so deep in that Aquilo trilogy when we were making it. There are like details that, that like, like tiny butterflies that are like playing out in the corners of frame and people being like, no one will ever see this. And I remember the first time I saw, you know, like one of the comments and, and then breaks down, like finds them in the other videos and like, breaks it down and, and and their interpretation of it it's like oh cool this is why you're doing it you know it's like amazing and, and similarly with the with the joji video i shown it to a few people and they were like oh i didn't know there was a story it just looked like lots of fun you know pastiche references and and it was like right well we've you know shit it's not worked there has it <laughs> but you know then people the first Owen, time, you know what they do well, well they're not looking they're not looking are they that's also fine if it like if it works on that level then then cool you know like it is it is amalgamation of references ultimately but i kind of tried to string it together with a narrative but then when you do see the like you know this whole reddit threads of people discussing the narrative and what it means and blah 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 and like and that's amazing you know that like the the this narrative you've come up with kind of like lives beyond the video then it's like you know people you can you can see people sort of engaging with it live and and given the amount of fans he's got, it was like a real litmus test for that, which was, yeah, which was was very very cool. Well, uh, hopefully all that is going to continue to to exist. <clears throat> I.e., you know, there's a lot of talk about how, you know, people aren't watching videos and they're not commenting on them and they're not because they're all like everyone's on TikTok, blah 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 blah. So uh, uh, I just yeah, it sounds like nonsense, right? I mean, they're, they're they're not going anywhere. They'll always exist, I think. It's just like how, how people engage with them is slightly different. But, you know, you, if you guys are watching them, then then who cares? <laughs> exactly. You- so that, that went well. And then and then we did. So we did another video. Um, but that was like, it was a nightmare. This is the, uh, the Japanese monster movie. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where with him as a sort of sad prawn. Um, <laughs> but the, the like... Yeah, the the whole first verse was like was was written for Sway Lee, and then mm. I don't know, like a week before they pushed the shoot because they suddenly they couldn't get hold of Sway Lee, and then um, so I had to sort of rewrite it, and then they sent me a new version of the track just after we'd shot it, and like you know, so it was, it was just kind of one of those. I'm really happy with you know of, with what we made of it, but it, it certainly was it certainly wasn't quite the video that we like we set out to do. 
And like, yeah, it's good, but it, it sort of cuts to outtakes about sort of two thirds of the way in. It sort of finishes, yeah. doesn't it? It's like, yeah, that again, that was the label, but it was just like, you know, you're juggling stars in that one. Jack, Jackson Wang's huge, like, like really, really big in Asia, particularly like China. And, and so he's like a massive asset. And then it's like him meeting Joji. And then you've got Sway Lee, this rapper. And for a while we were like going to go and like do a pickup shoot with Sway Lee or someone else was going to do it. And they were just going to cut it into the video, but it was just, you know, sanctuary was, was beautiful and, and, and clean and simple. And, yeah. and that one was a very different beast. I think <clears throat> this is what happens. So f- final question. Um, what's in the stars for the future? Are you working on anything right now? Do you have plans for any kind of longer form work? I know you mentioned you have a script you're trying to sell. Yes. I, so if anyone's listening that wants to buy it, you know, please do get in contact. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I wrote a film in, in lockdown because, um, hey, there was nothing else to do. So you know, <laughs> like, all, all work dried up and I, I'd been thinking about something for, for a long time anyway. And, and I had just started writing it just, just before lockdown. So... So yeah, I've been sort of like beavering away at that and, and now sort of sending it out and constantly following people up to 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 get them to try and read it. So that's definitely, you know, my my long term aim. That's where I'd like to end up. And what what's what's the <laughs> uh what's the uh the, the one line pitch on the movie? You know, in case we have you know people from working title listening. Okay, well, if working title are listening, I, I think someone sent it to them actually, and they've not got back. So you know, if they could, that'd be great. The 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 work the 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 elevator pitch is a coming of age heist film in which two kids try and wank off a horse. But I'm trying to I'm trying not to leave with the wank stuff so much. I think it might be off putting. I did just um, submit a, a, a short version of of this feature to to like a uh, a BFI scheme. I, I I don't I don't think we'll hear back. But but I, I've certainly I dialed down the wanking a bit in the in the pitch it's still there in the script but um but yeah so it's it's, it's sperm, sperm heist basically and on that on that note on that thank note, you very much yeah. for being on the promo news podcast uh thanks so much for having me guys it's been an absolute joy oh owen thank you so much, thank you much. great to see you thanks for doing yeah, it i love to see you this has been the promo news podcast talking music videos with david knight and robbie litsky of promo news our thanks again to owen glaster and to don mckeon at stink films for his help in the making of this episode You can find links to the work discussed in this podcast in the description and also at promonews.tv, the home for the latest in music video creativity and production news. Subscribe to the Promo News podcast to hear more of our conversations with leading creatives in the music video industry.